Welcome to Opposite Attractions, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by that boy. <laughs> you know him. Jim Murphy. I was I was I was uh prepped and ready for another Jurassic Park reference. No, no, not this week. This week we get to talk all about me and all of my creations and everything I've developed over the past four years here at the BS Network. This episode's all about me, which is why we're opening the show by talking about Muppets Haunted Mansion, because it's almost as if Disney Plus said, what can we make specifically for Scotty? And I, they went, well, he loves Haunted Mansion, and then they love the Muppets. <laughs> Just cram those two bitches together, baby. Apparently, uh, I guess Jim Henson had been trying to make, like, a Halloween Muppet special since, like, before the, even the Muppet show was a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, finally, we're getting around to it. I mean, we the closest big... they got was the Alice Cooper episode of Muppet Show, which is still my favorite episode to this day. I mean, they did have Christmas Carol. That had ghosties in it. That old creepy man better show up in fucking Haunted Mansion. I hope they turn a corner and Alice Cooper's just like pissing or something. <laughs> Alice Cooper's just like, oh, hey, guys, I'm here as well. And that's all I need from it. He's he's parked his golf cart to the side, and he's just... My thing is this, because they're, the way they advertise it is that they go to the ride. They're not saying the Muppets are going yeah. to, like, Dude. the fictional Haunted Mansion. They're riding the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not going to a, a house wherein what Scooby-Doo might find a mystery. Yeah, they're not they're... going to a mansion that is haunted. They're it's, going to the Haunted it's... Mansion. <laughs> It's, hey, Gonzo, we want you to spend the night in a Disneyland attraction. And they didn't even pick the scariest one. It's a small world. Uh, I'm sorry. There is one where you go to actual Christian hell, and it's not small world. <laughs> yeah, with the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yes. that as well. I, I'm tentatively excited, because I don't think there's ever been a Muppet thing that I didn't enjoy even the shit like normal people hate a la the abc <laughs> we're gonna rip off the office muppets very good love it to death both of the new movies i love uh actually now that i think about it i did watch what was it muppets now that they released yes on disney plus where it's like them on zoom <laughs> But that one's a real doo-doo. That's a big old stinker of a show. The, the 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 worst part, I think, is because uh Brian Henson upset people that they had to replace the voice of Kermit and they found someone that just enough doesn't sound like Kermit that it's very, very noticeable. Yeah, he's like he's here. He knows how Kermit sounds, but there's just a little bit wrong with it. It's not perfectly there. Like, I was watching something the other day, and Kermit the Frog showed up, and it was that Kermit the Frog, and I went, ah, fuck. You're not he was, Kermit. He was on The Masked Singer, I believe. He was. He was. The season premiere of The Masked Singer, they were like, guess who it is? And then Kermit was like, it's me, bitch. And then he popped out. <laughs> did, now, my question about that was, did it sound like Kermit singing? Or did it sound like a random person singing? And then it was like, oh, twist. 
M. Night Shyamalan, it's a frog. Let me look it up. Kermit the Frog, Masked Singer. Because I know afterwards, I think they had him sing um, Rainbow Connection or something like that. So They like, had him sing Smack My Bitch Up from Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the performance of the snail. I'm trying to see... Which is weird. I, I kind of wish they had just put him in a big frog costume and everyone's like, who, who is it? Who could it be? They put him inside of a big bird costume. Uh, Kermit was the snail and he sang, you make my dreams come true by Hall and Oates. I must see this. <laughs> you make my dreams come true. Ooh, ooh. Jesse McCartney was on it. Now we're just now this is now a masked singer. I just I, what I what I thought we could do though is like fun fictiony fantasy book what we think that special is going to be like. Okay. Well, while you come up with that, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. It's very bizarre. Because it's clearly Kermit, but they've, like, vocoded him down. So it's, like, <laughs> normal Kermit, and then he's just down here. It's kind of horrifying to listen to, especially given the fact that it's an anthropomorphic snail. Yeah, they they reverse chipmunked Kermit. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And... It's nothing but because th- it's not good. It's objectively terrible, and the all it's doing is cutting to the judges who are all going, "Who the absolute fuck is this?" <laughs> oh yeah, they did a lot of editing to old Kermit's voice, and he um he can't sing. Kermit is terrible at singing. <laughs> and inside the Kermit costume was Ashley Simpson. <laughs> So, I don't know, like, what I would do with Muppets Haunted Mansion. Like, part of me almost doesn't even want a story. I kind of want a a history of the Haunted Mansion. (laughs) But as done by Gonzo? No, no, like, I want backstage stories of the creation of the Haunted Mansion mixed with the Muppets just fucking about in there. Like, the Muppets (laughs) just doing random shit. I don't think that's what's gonna go... I don't think I honestly believe 100% that there will be at least uh, there will be a moment probably at the end where it is revealed that all of the crap that has scared Gonzo was the other Muppets screwing with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And being like, it's a ride, you dumb blue bastard. I like, hope, it's not um, real. And I, then, and then they all like leave frame. And then the last thing you see is like real ghost. That's going to, that is absolutely how it has to end. Oh, abso- a- actual Madame Leota waves them goodbye. Yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like she winks at the camera or something. Uh, <laughs> that, be. I really hope that they actually just replace the people on the ride where like in the like the Madame Leota is replaced with Miss Piggy. Miss I Piggy, hope yes. in the diner scene, the two ghosts in the paintings that turn each other and shoot are replaced by Statler and Waldorf is what I really <laughs> want there. 
that that is i was i almost was gonna say scooter and skeeter but i don't think they've ever actually made a skeeter muppet that wasn't uh uh, I don't think they ever made a Skeeter Muppet. I think she was only Muppet Babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit. That I mean, honestly, like I said, I'd love this to become a series. The Muppets, <laughs> like Muppets Pirates of the Caribbean. Muppets Journey into Imagination. Muppets <laughs> uh, Los Tres Caballeros starring Donald Duck. <laughs> like, I want that. I, the Muppets Test Track. And it would just be like... A fun story of the ride itself while the Muppets get into antics around the ride vehicle. Muppets soaring. Mu- <laughs> I, uh, and it's just, you know, <laughs> Kermit, Kermit, don't you worry. I'm going to be your pilot tonight. Just sit down you know in how- there. I'll Peter will take care of you. Muppets soaring is 30 minutes of just the puppeteer the muppet puppeteers just chucking the muppets across the in front of the camera oh muppets uh muppet safari tour gonzo gets eaten by an elephant muppets muppet vision 3d (laughs) they're finally gonna fix it Uh, like we were sick of this theater being exploded every 15 minutes we need to do something well jim before we get into our uh Get into our rides that are all based around my IP. Did you make a sporkle quiz about yourself? I didn't. I I (laughs) genuinely thought about it. I genuinely considered for a very long time just making my own quiz. But I may do that for the the finale. It's just your bank security questions. No, honestly, this week. Third grade teacher. uh, No, honestly, (laughs) since it's this week and I'm uh, it's, it's this is my this is my week. I decided I'm just going to pick whatever fucking quiz I want to, and you have to deal with it. And given the fact that I don't have many more quizzes left in me, I thought it would be important today to find out something important. What kind of Walt Disney World cast member are you? Have you ever wondered what it would be like to work at Disney World? Have you dreamed about what job you would have? Let us help. This quiz will find out what cast member job best suits you i am going to get uh let's see what what uh i'm gonna get like i'm aiming for skipper baby i am aiming for skipper i'm I'm gonna get like uh all-star music (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) i'm gonna get Uh, the interesting thing around this one though jim is you know usually we have like four options to choose from there are 13 options on every fucking one of these questions. Yeah, because because there are only 13 uh employees at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so Jim, After what are your, what are your hobbies? Entertaining your friends, watching movies, cooking, photography, reading, telling jokes, I guess just out loud to no one, drawing, traveling, meeting new people, church choir, playing with your pets, daydreaming, or sports. Um, I'm going to choose daydreaming because that's the closest to get real high on the couch and play Hades on <laughs> Nintendo Switch. What, um, what was the... F- first like three of them uh entertaining your buds watching movies and cooking uh i will say movies 
All right. I'm going to get security, I think, with that one. <laughs> what best describes your personality? Fun to be around, focused, creative, studious, artistic, center of attention, dramatic, charming, active, eccentric, wild and crazy, <laughs> funny or controlling. I picked I'm an eccentric, as evidenced by the fact that I just bought a seven-year-old box of cereal off of eBay just to have. And, and 24 iPod touches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I pick creative, please. All right. Apparently creative. How do you act in crowds? Are you the life of the party? Are you observant? Are you the host hostess? Are you the one in charge? Are you animated? Are you one quoting movies? Are you crazy, entertaining, energetic, the one whispering in the co corner, talkative? Are you the Joker baby? Or are you the one leading conversations? I'm a life of the party, bubba. No, I think I'm just entertaining. I'm not going to go full life of the party. I, I am going to say uh, quarter whisperer. Corner whisperer. My favorite, my, yeah, my favorite uh, ro um, Robert Redford movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you most likely to be wearing? A bright, colorful outfit? Oh, there we go. Uh, neutral tones, lots of white, plaid, a beret, a t-shirt from your favorite movie, a costume, a vest... A leather jacket, vintage-inspired clothing, khaki, nautical wear, or a uniform? Fucking nautical wear. <laughs> yeah, that is an option. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I picked uh, bright, colorful boy. A <laughs> uh, movie shirt, please. All right. What do you currently do for a living? Work with kids, take pictures, cook, history teacher, draw and paint, work at the movie theater, actor, actress, entertainer, uh, athlete, engineer, zookeeper, captain, or taxi driver. That covers all the jobs. That's all. That's, that's all every them. job. That's all of them. That's all of them. What's closest? I went with entertainer because that's the closest I could get to a to a podcast. One of them. So there was there was movie theater engineer. I feel like I should just say engineer, even though that is not entirely correct at all. Ah, fuck it. What Disney character is most like you? I kind of want to know your answer before we even go through these. And if they show up, I'll let you know. I really just want to say Goofy. I really do. Goofy <laughs> is not on here. Goofy. Mickey. What? Mickey. Yeah, we're going to pick. Yeah, Mickey's 13 on 13 characters and Goofy makes not the cut. That's great. Oh, only two of the OG squad make the cut. Uh, we've got Mickey, Lilo, Remy, Cogsworth, Pocahontas, Simba, Daisy Duck, Geppetto, Al Aladdin. Jafar, Jane from Tarzan, says a lot when you have to add that caveat quiz, Captain <laughs> Jack Sparrow, my option, or Buzz Lightyear. Uh, mm. You got a Geppetto vibe? Uh, yeah, I mean... And I'm Pinocchio. Not enough to make my own son, but... <laughs> I guess, yeah, of these, I guess Geppetto, unless you could think of something better. I like, I, I kind of wanted to go with that Remy. I just, 
a little bit, but I think yeah, let's go Geppetto. I'd love to know what Geppetto's Disney app, app uh, um occupation would be. Uh, let me go back. You are Porky Pig. That's what I need to change that to. Yeah. Where do you want to live, Jim? In a castle, somewhere with a beautiful view, in a house with a big kitchen, near the library or a or the great bookstore, in a studio apartment near a museum, in an old refurbished movie theater that fucking rips. What? Yes, I choose that. Hollywood, a sm- a small town on the edge of danger, in an old hotel, in the jungle, or in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I do love how it's just, just like just gives you a future. list of locations and then the future. Yeah, it's not. It's it's. Uh, what's the line from the end of Spaceship Earth? It's like the the beginning of your future or whatever. It starts now. Um, I really want to go with um. What was after your house with big kitchen? What was after that? Near one? the library, the bookstore one. I want to go the the great bookstore. My favorite other Disney ride from <laughs> yeah. studios. All right, what do you like to watch on TV? Kids shows, travel specials, cooking shows, documentary, cartoon, old movies, comedy, musicals, adventure flicks, thrillers, nature shows, family friendly shows, or sci fi flicks. Cooking shows. Cartoons. I gotta get my diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> What'd you say? Cartoons, please. Cartoons. Cartoon please. cartoons. Alright. Oh, okay, so this is actually giving us what ride we're going to be working at. What just happened? What the fuck? Did it just... It just took me back to the beginning! Well, so it didn't tell you what ride you were going to work at? Yeah, I'm going to have to redo mine. But before that, Jim, you've got the great movie ride. You are a great <laughs> movie ride guide. Share your knowledge and passion for films ride. with guests inside Hollywood Studios' Grauman Chinese Theater as you take guests into the movies, literally. You also get to become part of the show as you join in on the action. No need to wait for your big break. You get to be in a hit movie every day on the great movie ride. <laughs> I think... Do you th- I also get to be replaced by Mickey Mouse. Do you think they <laughs> took both of our quizzes and mashed them together? <laughs> I, that would be weird. Because, like, you didn't say that much about movies, but I did. I did say, like, movie shirt, uh, watching movies, cartoons. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm quickly rushing through. And retaking these to make sure I can, I can, I want to know who I am. Colorful outfit. Yes. Currently do for a living. I'm an entertainer. I scream at people on the internet. I get, <laughs> I rewatched the Ron Swanson bit earlier today where he says, what do I do for a living? I kind of just get high and mumble into a microphone. Did you talk about Ron Funches? Yeah. Did you know Ron Swanson is from Parks and Rec and he does not sound like that at all? (laughs) Did you know that was a lucrative profession? And then I watched Diners, Drive Ins, and Dives. All right. Now, what have I got? What? I get high and mumble into a microphone. (laughs) I get what happens is I smoke marijuana and then I speak unclearly into a microphone. 
That's how I make my, my money throughout the world. Um, I don't know how the fuck this one works for me. I got Tower of Terror Bellhop, a ride I hate. You spend your days in the boiler room of the Tower of Terror Hotel, ushering valued guests aboard a maintenance elevator which will transport them to the Twilight Zone. Be sure to thank guests for dropping in and assure them to enjoy their stay. But don't smile, unless you have a creepy smile, that is. But feel free to <laughs> chuckle to yourself once the elevator doors close before ushering the next group aboard. <laughs> Right. The good news is if you're working at the at the at the uh at the load dock, you don't actually have to ride it. You just stand there. <laughs> yeah, you just get to chill. Alright, well Jim, last week on this our penultimate episode, you said we need to make a ride based off a BS network property. From fun fiction to a load of BS, Sammy Magic, which to be fair, Universal has already beat us to the punch, luckily, and they've produced an entire Sammy Magic world for me to go uh, hang out in. But what did you bring to the table this week for old Jim City 2000? 3000? I, um, I think I'm, I'm breaking some new ground, in a way, with my attraction. Because... Much like you did last week with your dueling roller coaster, I thought, what if we did a sort of, let's just say a Mexican standoff coaster. What? Because <laughs> it's not a duel. There's more than two people because it is a Fight Boys branded triple lane Holy coaster. shit. <laughs> I think you would come in, like, I think the queue would have to be outdoors because I feel like you would have to walk onto the loading platform. Like, you would get to a point and it would fork into, like, three rows and it'd be like, hey, which which, which boy you want to back? You want to be on the Blake side or the weird Scotty side or whatever the Dylan's got going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which which order they would be in. I don't know whether I would put... I feel like Blake would be in the middle, though. Yeah. I feel that's exactly, that's the vibe of Fight Boys, is I'm on one side of the wrestling world, Dylan's on the other, and Blake just sits in the middle and gets pinballed back and forth. And it would be a a three-track racing-style uh, mix-em-up coaster. Okay. With, like... I, f I think we, we could go the Velocicoaster route and just put, like, random statues of wrestlers all around the place. <laughs> if you really want, like, the, your JWF boys, just put them in there. No, no, Every there's, like, you know the beginning of Hulk where there's the Hulk outside holding It's just Kenny Omega holding up roller coaster tracks. <laughs> okay. So, but outside of that, it's just a, God, has that been done before? Has someone made a three-pronged roller coaster? I, I don't think so, because I think they like the, A, I, I, yeah, I don't, th I, I don't think so. I think it's because of the whole, the, the issues with loading and probably with timing the, it, the timing it out right. But this we're technically possible, so I think we could pull it off. Oh, I shit. feel like there would be some, there would be some, like each each version would have different 
things that would kind of fit each personality, I think, a little bit. See, that's what I was going to bring up is the fact that the whole vibe with Blake is the fact that he just sits back and watches as me and Blake or me and Dylan duels. It would be amazing if on this roller coaster there was a dark ride inside the roller coaster where you're just Blake and you get to watch the other two ride vehicles like spin around you. It's just, it's, it's, um, it would be built like, um, like Rip Ride Rocket, but instead of hearing like your favorite pop song, it's just you two yelling at each other over a speaker. (laughs) Instead of hearing Aerosmith, you just hear like, Kenny Omega doesn't need Don Callis. Yes, but he makes it better. No, I don't think he does. <laughs> it's it's the, um, like, yeah, Blake's would be the uh, Cedar Point's blue streak. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's only like a couple ups and downs and then you're done. And then like one of you would be like, uh, like uh, millennia, uh, Millennium Force. And the other. Yeah would be magnum 300 well (laughs) well for mine jim i drew inspiration from a little show you may have heard of called fun fiction show where two idiots ruin that thing you like and there's one here's the thing this is not technically based on fun fiction it's based off a, a a pastime of fun fiction a personal favorite <laughs> I, thing I, I will be i will be honest that i thought about doing fun fiction but then i realized that i'd already basically done that when i did the uh the like uh director's cut ride from like whenever that was oh, a couple yeah, months yeah. ago so i was like nah i'm not gonna do that again so jim my ride vehicle or my ride like the entrance you just kind of walk into this um, kind of like there's glass outside. It's very test track esque. It's very sleek and smooth, and it's in the Las Vegas section. It's in the Sin City section of Party Town, and of course these massive windows. And as you go through, you get to see like massive crates of uh, contraband. Like it's almost like combined test track with the Mummy. So there's like some small cool things to look at. In the queue line, it's not just very clean. And as you go through, you get the report on what you're about to go on. And it's hosted by a man who you and I both know and love named Kelsey Grammer. And he <laughs> he comes up and he explains to you exactly what the ride vehicle you're getting on is. Because Jim... It's called a money plane. Some of the baddest <laughs> motherfuckers in the planet are all on that plane craving action. You want to bet on a guy fucking an alligator? Money plane, baby. <laughs> and this is Fun Fiction Presents Money Plane, the ride. And so you go through, obviously you're going through a faux airport for the queue line. And of course you're getting uh, news from Kelsey Grammer's character in money plane, whose name is in fact, Darius, the rumble grouch, the third, <laughs> meaning that there were two <laughs> others before him. And then you get on the ride vehicle and it's, it's very much like 
the beginning of it is money plane. You're trying to steal the Bitcoin off the money plane. Because that's a real plot point, is stealing Bitcoin off money plane. And then halfway through, uh-oh, it's been hacked. It's no longer Kelsey Grammer. Now it's former WWE fucking champion Edge who pops up and is like, Darius has made us from the beginning. It's now time to take him out. And now the plot of the ride is taking down the money plane so it's got almost like a at that point it has a star wars rise against the resistance rise of the resistance vibe where you help edge steal money and then your seat drops out from underneath you as you parachute back down to earth along with edge and all of the bitcoin (laughs) as the money plane crashes in front of you is Edge in the movie Money Plane? Do you not know fucking Money Plane? The greatest movie? I, I feel like me asking that question should and be the answer to your question. The greatest movie of all time that gives us the greatest WrestleMania event of all time, Edge v. Frazier? It's amazing jim a guy a guy just shoots his own fucking dumb self in the face all three lawrence brothers are in it one of whom directs it there's a drone with a gun just taped to it not like not like a mounted like gun on a drone. No, no, no. This is a drone that he duct taped a gun to and it works. It's the it's the Roomba with a knife taped to it. Yeah, it's it exactly what it is. And so that's why it has to be at Party Town. Money this, plane is, must be represented at Party Town, and this was is was this one of those sci-fi asylum movies like Transmorphers and Snakes no, no, on a no. Train? Is this this was not? straight to fucking DVD? I don't know if there were plans <laughs> to release it in theaters, and then like COVID hit, but no, <laughs> it went. Oh, it's that, is it that recent? Oh, yeah, bud. This was last year. This is 2020. Okay. Because when I picture the Lawrence brothers, I picture, you know, like 2001. Nope, nope, nope. All three Lawrence I don't picture brothers. picture like 40-year-old Lawrence brothers. Thomas Jane, Denise Richards, and fucking Edge are all in this movie, baby. And Joey and Matthew Lawrence are called the Cowboy and the Concierge. Meanwhile, Andrew Lawrence's name is Iggy because they gave the fuck up, I guess. Uh, I need to see something. I need to see. Kelsey Grammer was their first act choice for playing Darius the Rumble Grouch, though they definitely did not expect him to accept the role. To their surprise, he accepted, saying it seemed like a fun, mustache-twirling kind of character. He has no mustache. He has no mustaches. Money Plane received overall critical reception. And Andrew Lawrence doesn't look like a Lawrence brother. He looks like a Post Malone brother is what he looks like. Oh, he does. And he, well, 
even more evidence is the fact that he wrote and directed this. This was all him, baby. This was all his plan. He, he said, I want to make the money plane happen. And Edge said yes. And he and Andrew Lawrence also apparently got onto a plane and somehow stole Blake's mustache. It's very good. I love it so fucking much andrew lawrence looks like actually a um a brendan frazier brother more than a post malone <laughs> brother um but that's it money plane that is god well now we have to do next week jim and i don't know it's the last one we gonna be doing it's just, I mean, this. We, I was gonna do a FAQ, an old FAQ next week, and then like we we're probably gonna record next week. So in our whatever topic if we talk about the news, I don't think it's gonna be very evergreen. Yeah, but like I think we'll record next week, but it'll be two weeks before you listened. I think next week, whatever's left, whatever we ain't got to throw in there yet that you need. To get this park up and running is next week. So if if we've missed like, oh, wait, I actually wanted to write about like this or, oh, wait, I need five more places where people can get vodka, like stuff like that. <laughs> That's what next week is. Next week is just putting the icing on this show cake. That uh, that that would be a, a instead of a food court, it would be an alcohol court and it would be called the kitchen Cinco. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, but until next time, Jim, where could people find you on the Internet? I am on Twitter, sort of <laughs> at um, apparently smart and uh, tunecanoe.com also sort of. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all the other podcasts we talked out, talked about today. We got Fight Boys, and we're doing our own little weird thing because reporting on wrestling news made us real fucking sad. So we said, fuck it, we're talking about good wrestling stuff right now. So we're having a few retrospective episodes. So check that out. Check out Fun Fiction and check out The Weird. It is getting more and more buckwild by the week. It is my actual play TTRPG podcast. That's like X-Files, but worse. Twin Peaks, but better. <laughs> Isn't that, uh, that's that game. What's that game for, like, Steam? Where you're, like, a detective in, like, a weird-ass... Uh, that's my podcast, The Weird. Shush, there's nothing yeah. else. And uh, <laughs> you can find that. And you can support us at patreon.com slash load of BS. It would mean the world to us as we're winding down this series for you guys to just... Give us a little bit of love and make sure to message us on Twitter. Let us know some of your favorite moments through the years of Opposite Attractions and maybe next, not next week, but the finale, we'll read them. We'll talk about some of you guys' favorite moments, our favorite moments, before we put, put, put the puppy to bed, as it were. But until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Opat Show. That's O P P A T T S H O W. Are you down with O P P?